With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There is a watchman on the wall Bringing forth the written word of God to one and all Are you getting ready? Will you stand or will you fall? Listen to the watchman on the wall Listen to the watchman on the wall Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense. Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Vincent Xavier, pastor of New Wine Ministries. Great to be with you this morning. It is Wednesday. It is February 24th, 2021. We have an amazing broadcast lined up for today. I have a dear friend and a brother in the Lord who he and I and another gentleman did a lot of radio together in Southern California before the 2008 financial collapse took place, the the shaking of the housing market and all the different markets across this country. And Um, This gentleman was with me while we were talking with another gentleman about these things, and it's going to be my pleasure in about 30 minutes to bring on Mark, my brother from another mother. No, we have the same mother, actually, because the church is the mother of us all, right? The New Jerusalem or the Jerusalem above? Amen. So we're going to get into that conversation in about 30 minutes, but I want to lay the groundwork for where we're going today, and I want to get some very important information, and I want to make sure that I express myself properly. Um, This is something that is intriguing to me and very interesting because I personally haven't had any direction in what we're going to talk about. All I've had is what other people have been saying. And so you listen to what everybody has to say and you, you know, you basically form an opinion 
Um, I personally, like you, enjoy hearing directly from the Word of God and the Holy Spirit so that we know exactly where our source of information is coming from, that there are people that are claiming to have heard from the Lord. There are people that believe scientifically what we're going to talk about is something that needs to be communicated with others. And so I am going to share with you an article that was sent, and and I thank the Lord it was sent to me directly, and I praise God for that. And I'm sure many other people around the world have received the same information. And I want to share it with you because I think it's important. And I'm just going to hesitate for a moment and allow for people to join us this morning. First of all, I want to give all glory to God in the highest the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to thank God for his living word, his living, breathing word. And I want to thank God that his narrative is going to prevail over all other narratives that are in the world today. And so we are personally thankful for the salvation that we have received through our faith in his Son. But it's only a faith that has been activated by the Holy Spirit, in my understanding, because it was God who knocked on the door of my heart and initiated this conversation and this relationship. And so it was not me who chose him. It is he who chose me and he who chose you. And so we are thankful that when he knocked on the door of our hearts, our faith was present and active to lay hold upon and to receive and the journey began on the day that we believed. Hallelujah. What a glorious reality. And so let me give you some background to where we're going. And I'm going to read a few verses of scripture. Uh, most of you already know them. But I'm going to just go through a few things. And you'll get the gist of what we're going to talk about today. Exodus 5.3, they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go, we pray thee three days journey into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord, our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. In Exodus 9, 15, for now I will stretch out my hand that I may smite thee and thy people with pestilence. Same Hebrew word. We're going to get to it in just a moment. And thou shalt be cut off from the earth. So that's what pestilence does. Leviticus 26, 25, and I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. And when you are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you and you shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. Numbers 14, 12, I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and a mightier than they. That was God talking to Moses after he was going to eradicate the Jewish people for their rebellion. Deuteronomy chapter 28, 21 says, The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto you in your disobedience until he have consumed you from off the land whither you go to possess it. In 2 Samuel 24, 13, So Gad came to David and told him and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land? Or will you Flee three months before thine enemies while they pursue you, or that there be three days pestilence in your land. Now advise and see what answer I shall return to him that sent me. All right. Second Samuel twenty four fifteen. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba seventy thousand men. 
1 Kings 8.37, if there be in the land famine, if there be pestilence, blasting, mildew, locusts, or if there be caterpillar, if there be enemy, besiege them in the land of their cities, whatsoever plague, whatsoever sickness there be, okay, if they turn unto me, right? 1 Chronicles 21.12, either, again, it's, it's kind of a repeat. So let me just go on. I think you're getting the, the indication of what's happening in scripture, there's background, there's patterns, there's in samples. Psalm 78:50. he made a way to his anger. He spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, the pestilence. Now, Psalm 91, 3, everybody knows this. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. And again, this word pestilence carries the same meaning in all these verses Psalm 91.6, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness. Jeremiah 14.12, when they fast, I will not hear their cry. When they offer burnt offering and oblation, I will not accept them, but I will consume them by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. This is against Israel, again, God's very own people. <clears throat> Jeremiah 21.6, and I will smite the inhabitants of the city, both man and beast, they shall die of a great pestilence. Jeremiah 21.7, And afterwards, saith the Lord, I will deliver Zedekiah, king of Judah, and his servants and the people, such as are left in this city from the pestilence, from the sword, from the famine that was in the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. So I'm, I'm not going to delay this any longer. I want you to know there are so many scriptures with the word pestilence, the word there every single time is a Hebrew word, and it's the dabar or the debir. And the word debir actually means in the sense of destroying. It talks about a plague. It talks about a moraine or cattle disease, if you will. It comes from a deeper uh, Hebrew word, dabar, which is the primitive root. And it literally means to destroy, to pronounce okay so this is somebody that is actually declaring the pestilence to come and throughout scripture god through his prophets has warned his nation in its rebellion about a pestilence that will come so today obviously what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about pestilence and i want to share with you a video and again in about 25 30 minutes um, our brother is going to join us all the way from mexico and he's going to jump in on this, <clears throat> and he's very intelligent and studied, and he's going to have a lot of in interesting things to share with us, no doubt about it. But I want to, first of all, share a video with you. <clears throat> I think we're, our, our, the people are coming in. Um, and before I share the video, I'll read to you just a little bit. I want to just <clears throat> stir the pot a little bit further. Okay, so... This is a documentary or a documentary that was deleted years ago concerning Bill Gates, but it's been revived. And we're going to share this documentary with you. And again, I wanted to make it abundantly clear that I personally have not heard anything other than what other people have said and have not yet even formed an opinion Okay, I've not yet formed an opinion concerning vaccination. And some of you will say, how could you not form an opinion? Well, because I haven't had anything inside of me as of yet that makes me 
bear witness. I just don't have a witness. And I know that's incredulous to some because we should, after all, with all the conversation. Well, waiting for the Holy Spirit to confirm some things. But I just wanted to present the information I'm going to share with you right now with that understanding. And as more people get online and they start joining into the program, I'm going to shift to the video. It's a 14-minute video. But I'll just start this way. Contrary to popular perception, Bill Gates did not invent the original Microsoft operating system. And by the early 2000s, Gates was universally reviled for his mercenary backstabbing business practices against competitors and his closest associates alike. After Microsoft lost its antitrust cases with the governments of the U.S. and the EU, Bill Gates took cues from the late John D. Rockefeller in order to transform his public persona from the world's most ruthless monopolist to the world's most generous philanthropist. Today, he is the planetary vaccinator in chief who has inflicted death and untold damage on victims in India and Africa with his HPV and polio vaccines. This excerpt that we're about to hear from the documentary film Plandemic charts this transformation. You cannot find a person promoting coronavirus alarmism who's not part of the interlocking directorates of the World Health Organization, the CDC, the NIAID, or the philanthropic organizations that are the cover organizations that fund them, most of them controlled by Bill Gates. There are over 1,300 patents that are issued and held by organizations that are multiple recipients of funding through the Gates Foundation and others, and all of them also have links to Anthony Fauci's NIAID's funding resources. The conflicts of interest in the funding and in the decision-making and in the inside knowledge between competitor organizations constitute violations of the antitrust laws of the United States, which are federal crimes. Sadly, big pharma companies have bribed everybody and are holding the entire medical industry hostage from the medical schools to the regulators to the journals outside of paying fines as a cost of doing business They have no accountability, whereas in the old days, such CEOs would do jail time. This can be traced back to the Rockefellers who became the godfathers of the pharmaceutical industry when they promoted patentable petroleum-based chemicals as the gold standard to replace the herbal medicines that had been administered for centuries. More than anyone, physicians are the victims of the stranglehold of big pharma on the medical industry. In 2019, Gates declared that vaccines were the greatest investment he had ever made, turning 10 million into 200 million worth of economic benefit. Now I'm gonna stop right there. I'm prepared now to share this uh, with us, okay? So here is, I'm gonna bring onto the screen the actual video And I want you to listen carefully. It's time to listen carefully to the words of the man himself. This is a 14-minute documentary. When we come back, my brother's going to be joining us on the air. He's going to speak into this. And I want you to hear very carefully, okay? And, you know, just listen to the whole thing. Don't, Don't get caught up in any particular moment. 
just listen to this 14-minute documentary, and we'll talk about it when we come back. So I begin right now with Bill Gates' documentary film. Here we go. We're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms, and we're injecting them in the little kid's arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Gates' business strategies came under fire in 1998 when the United States Department of Justice sued Microsoft for antitrust violations. During the 18-month trial, Gates gave hours of videotape testimony. What were the non-Microsoft browsers that you were concerned about in January of 1996? That month. Yes, sir. And what about it? What non-Microsoft browsers were you concerned about in January of 1996? I don't know what you mean concerned. Um, what is it about the word concerned that you don't understand? I'm not sure what you mean by it. The Justice Department has charged Microsoft with engaging in anti-competitive and exclusionary practices designed to maintain its monopoly in personal computer operating systems. In a move to overshadow the negative press, Gates invested $100 million to set up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Overnight, Bill Gates transformed his public image from ruthless tech monopolizer to the world's most generous philanthropist. I'm pleased to announce that we're pledging an additional billion dollars. Uh, we had the chance to witness Bill Gates 2.0, the man you don't know. The rebranding campaign paid off. His net worth swiftly doubled, earning Bill Gates the title of richest man in the world. You've invested $10 billion in vaccinations over the last two decades, and you figured out the return on investment for that. And it kind of stunned me. Can you walk us through the math? In a Wall Street essay, Bill Gates declared vaccines the best investment I've ever made. There's been over a 20 to 1 return. So if you just look at the economic benefit, uh, that's a pretty strong number compared to anything else. The Gates Foundation expanded rapidly into a massive, vertically integrated, multinational corporation, controlling every step in a supply chain that reaches from its Seattle-based boardrooms to the villages of Africa and Asia. Is the world's largest private philanthropy causing harm? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has made millions of dollars each year from companies blamed for many of the same social and health problems the foundation seeks to address. The Gates Foundation has investments in 69 of the worst polluting companies in the U.S. and Canada. Other companies in the foundation's portfolio have been accused of transgressions, including forcing thousands of people to lose their homes, supporting child labor, defrauding and neglecting patients in need of medical care. The Gates Foundation has not provided details. William H. Gates III and Melinda French Gates. As a top donor to both the WHO and the CDC, no one man has more power than Bill Gates to influence and control the health and medical freedom of all people. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. This will be the new normal until a vaccine is developed. Until we find a vaccine, going back to normal means putting lives at risk. We need to produce it and to deploy it in every single corner of the world. Full vaccination 
of our children and pregnant women. Development of new vaccines, therapeutics, and We've already bought the syringes. We already know whether it's going to happen. We're thinking about what that's going to be. It's all part of this plan. Our military is now being mobilized, so at the end of the year, we're going to be able to give it to a lot of people very, very rapidly. In 1986, President Ronald Reagan signed the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, granting total immunity to vaccine manufacturers. After a decade of lawsuits related to vaccine injuries and death, vaccine makers were going bankrupt. In a move to coerce policymakers, vaccine companies threatened to stop making vaccines until they could be legally shielded from liability. To this day, when someone is injured or killed as the result of an adverse reaction, it is the U.S. taxpayers that pay for the damages. Welcome back. Were several Indian tribal girls used as guinea pigs? The report alleges that two American farmer giants untested vaccine was administered to thousands of tribal girls without proper study and paperwork. India was among the hardest hit after Bollywood celebrities were incentivized by the Gates Foundation to urge the public to submit to mass vaccinations. In 2009, tribal children were administered the HPV vaccine. Over 24,000 girls were told they were being given wellness shots, in many cases without the informed consent of a parent or a guardian. The people that were administering these vaccines lied to the guardians of these girls and told the girls, oh, this is going to cure cancer. You're never going to have cancer. And these girls became severely injured. Some of them developed seizures. Some of them developed cancer. And seven girls died. And there was no insurance. There was no assistance for them. And the Gates Foundation denied that it had been clinical trials. And it was so bad that the parliament in India created a task force, they studied it, and they kicked out the Gates Foundation. But India is a barbaric country. Things happen here in a very barbaric way. But I was surprised to find an American organization operating in broad daylight, doing things in a very, very, let's say, Indian fashion. And so the route I took was that I want the whole procedure to be investigated. The Indian Parliament formed a committee, and it was to me a rather surprising move because you generally don't often have such a high-level inquiry into matters affecting poor people. And that was such an extraordinary report. I don't think Indian Parliament has ever come out with such a scathing report. And the government officials came up and said, we shouldn't have authorized this. We're sorry. We're not going to allow them again. And now they're back doing their same old tricks again. The good news is that human clinical trials can start as early as July 2020 for India's first COVID-19 indigenous vaccine that's been developed by Bharat Biotech. So you can imagine how the manipulation of the media, by the media, the manipulation of public opinion by leaders of all political parties unanimously saying, we want the vaccine. And the worst thing is they are taken as philanthropists, whereas what this actually is, is the acquisition of political and financial power. And I think the second most populous country with 1.3 billion people 
is going to be a good base for pharmaceutical companies to make a killing and also kill a lot of people in the process. Yes, I just find it a pity that we haven't been able to get any benefit for the girls who suffered, you know. It's so terrifying as to what they're actually doing with the world. We're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. A 2018 scientific study released in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health concluded that over 490,000 children in India developed paralysis as a result of the gate-supported oral polio vaccine that was administered between the years of 2000 and 2017. Using all the usual sleight of hand, U.S.-based media and fact-checkers rushed to bury the story. But thanks to the meticulous work of a team of Indian researchers and doctors, the Inconvenient Truth lives on the NIH.gov website. It's my honor to introduce Bill and Melinda Gates. Without any medical training, Bill and Melinda Gates founded the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, through which they fulfill their agenda to vaccinate the world. The foundation has been sued by the governments of some of the poorest and most vulnerable nations for causing serious harm through experimental vaccine programs. You just look at healthcare workers around the world, they deserve to get the vaccine first. You know, here in the United States, really it's going to be black people who really should get it first and many indigenous people. Vaccines were always taught to us that it was safe, it was, it was healthy, this is things that we had to do. But given the position that I am in now as a state legislator and looking at these studies and reviewing a lot of these studies, it's very scary. And I want the African-American community to open up their eyes of all the places that Mr. Gates could have gone in the world, why did he settle on Africa? It's not because he cares about people that look like me. He cares about an agenda. African bodies have been used as lab rats for many years for Big Pharma. They are using us for trials, they are using us for testing, but as an African, I say no more. Africans, they're tired of becoming the guinea pigs of the world. Their antennas are raised and they're telling each other all over social media, they're on high alert right now. There is a policy of the American government. It's called the Kissinger Report, which was produced in the mid-70s. And it explicitly states that uh, the purpose of the foreign policy in Africa was to uh, reduce the, the population because they have great mineral resources there. At the time, Kissinger and those involved with the Carter administration wanted to shrink the population, make sure that the Africans do not develop and do not use the resources for themselves, because we in the States, we need them. There is a, a concerted effort of foreign powers to uh, control the population of Africa. Some children did survive the botched vaccinations last month and will recover, but 15, all under the age of five, died from fever, vomiting, and diarrhea. Human errors contributed to the unfortunate deaths of the children. How can you believe Big Pharma, but not believe these parents when they tell you that their children have been injured by Big Pharma? I don't care how big this corporate machine looks. As a parent, I can tell you, these people will never stop fighting for their kids. 
Bill Gates is either the most misunderstood man alive or one of the most convincing con men to ever live. Is he a benevolent hero or a malevolent opportunist? Personally, I would love to believe that one of the richest men in the world is giving away his fortune for the betterment of humanity. I want to believe that endearing smile. I want to believe that his heart is as soft and warm as his sweaters. At the very least, I want to believe that he's unaware of the damage he's done. When do you think life will fully return to what we thought of as normal back in January? No masks, no social distancing, uh, no other protective measures necessary. Certainly by the summer, we'll be way closer to normal than we are now. But even through early 2022, unless we help other countries get rid of this disease and we get high vaccination rates in our country, the risk of reintroduction will be there. And of course, the global economy will be uh, slowed down, which hurts America economically in a pretty dramatic way. So we'll have, starting in the summer, about nine months where a few things like big public gatherings uh, will still be restricted. But you know, we can see now that somewhere between 12 to 18 months, we have a chance, if we manage it well, uh, to get back to normal. For the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. And well, this won't be the last pandemic that we face. So we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. All right. <clears throat> that will get attention next time. What a bizarre thing to say. Okay, so we're going to get rid of that for the moment. <clears throat> the reason why I shared with you that video, as I said, it just came to me. And we're forming opinions. We're forming ideas about the things that we're hearing. You know, you've been hearing a lot. There's a lot of information being shared about vaccinations. You may think that we're a little bit behind, that this has already been out there, and so it may be true. But we still need to make a very informed decision, not simply by the information of videos and, and these type of things, but by the Holy Spirit. And we do know that the world is set up for pestilence. We do know that there are going to be major pestilence around the world. We have scriptures everywhere in uh, the New Testament, the Old Testament, that tell us the last days will be replete with pestilence. And so I wanted to bring this out. And now, without any further delay, I want to turn to uh, my brother Mark here. He's been waiting on the line. I want to bring him in. So, Mark, if you're ready to go, give us a shout. And remember to press 1 on your dial pad, and we'll be looking for... Uh, Thoth El Kem. He is our uh, featured guest today on this Wednesday, and we're going to have him speak to us all the way from Mexico in a very specific, specific location where he's been living his life. And so mark that number 818-369-0326. 818-369-0326. Make sure you press one on your dial pad and hopefully we'll have a lot of uh, good connection here. In the interim, I want to just welcome everybody that's tuned in today. 
you know, I've thought about all of these things for a long time, and I think it's time to talk about them. Right now, calling in from Mexico, Mark, and we're just going to leave his name right there, and I'm going to say good morning to you, Mark. Good, God bless you, my friend. How are you today? Hello, Mark. You're on the air. Can you hear me? I hear you. Are you there? Hello, Hello, Mark. Can you hear me? I hear you. I I can't hear you on the phone. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to call back. Well, I hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, I hear you now. Okay, good. I can't hear you on the phone. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to call back. (laughs) Well, I hear you clear, clearly. Yes, I hear you now. And if you want to go ahead and. Hey, Mark, okay, here I am. There you are. Okay, listen. Bill Gates, can you hear me can okay on my speakerphone? Yeah, if you could speak closer to the microphone, that would be better for people to be able to tune in and hear. Okay. All right. I hate putting this thing up next to my head, but here I am. Okay, Bill Gates. Bill Gates mother is 100% Jewish, but she's embarrassed about it. So she had a painter paint a portrait of her making her more Aryan. You can look this up online, although it's getting harder to find. Bill Gates' father was president of Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger, the famous atheist, started Planned Parenthood, and I quote, we don't want word to get out. We want to exterminate Negroes. That's just a fact. So Bill Gates is a eugenicist. He wants racial purity. Now, there's some real bad stuff going on, but for the good news, I'm going to turn to a CDC 2019 novel coronavirus, real-time RT-PCR, which is polymerase chain result diagnostic panel, and here is a sentence from the CDC report from July of 2020. The analytical sensitivity of the RRT-PCR assays contained in the CDC 2019 novel coronavirus real-time RT-PCR diagnostic panel was determined in limit of detection studies. Here it comes. Since no quantified virus isolates of the 2019 coronavirus are currently available. That means it does not exist. Did you hear that okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, What we're looking at here is a culling of the planet, okay? Now, I'm going to get off Bill Gates and the corona hoax for just a minute, though, and what I want to tell people, it began in the gulags of... Russia, and then it was used by Adolf Hitler in the concentration camps in the drinking water, and that is in your toothpaste and cap water in America, and it's sodium fluoride. Sodium fluoride, on the back of any fluoridated toothpaste, Colgate, Crest, whatever, it says, warning, do not give the children under six. Use a pea-sized amount for brushing. If any more is swallowed than normally, used for brushing, seek medical help, or call a poison control center right away. 
Now, most people don't turn the toothpaste tube over and read the back. But sodium fluoride is cockroach poison. It's rat poison. And prior to 1955, when they started fluoridating us, because the World War II was, uh, generation was touted as the greatest generation. Well, a government can't have that. So we had this toxic waste from the aluminum and new nuclear industry known as sodium fluoride. There are many fluorides. There's calcium fluoride. When you get your house termited, they use sulfural fluoride to kill all the bugs. So Americans brush their teeth with poison. Now, why do they do that? Well, they say well, you don't swallow it. Well, if you know anything about the human body, if you stick your finger in a cup of gasoline and go get your blood drawn, you have gasoline in your blood because through osmosis and diffusion, the solvent, the gasoline, enters into your blood system. That being said, they add an uh, ingredient to your toothpaste called sodium laurel lactate, and sodium laurel lactate is the solvent that allows the poison to go into your blood system, okay? So if you cannot swallow your toothpaste, you have to ask yourself, why do they put it in the tap water? If you're not allowed to, because it's Prozac. If you look up sodium fluoride as poison and go straight to images, you will see roach, roach labels, sodium fluoride, rat poison, sodium fluoride, but it's also Prozac, Paxil, and Zoloft. You remember sarin nerve gas from uh, 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 Bashar over in Syria? Well, there's four ingredients in sarin nerve gas, and one of them is sodium fluoride. They're poisoning us. Uh, Hitler did it because it dumbs you down, makes you easy to control. Now, the media has lied to us. They've lied to us about everything my entire life. And I'm going to be 65 tomorrow, and I don't like that either. <laughs> but sodium fluoride is definitely poison. You need to do Now, let's talk about God's communication device Westerners know nothing about. In the middle of your brain is the pineal gland. P-I-N-E, like pine, A-L. The, uh, it's shaped like a pine cone. It's a real, real tiny little thing. It secretes serotonin, which are those Jesus chills you get, those goosebumps. It secretes melatonin, which makes you sleep. And when you sleep, your body heals itself. And it secretes DMT, which is dimethyltryptamine, the most powerful hallucinogen on the planet. Sodium fluoride calcifies the pineal gland. Now, when I was a kid, my dad gave me a, uh, we're talking 50s here. My dad gave me a uh, crystal radio. You have no battery. You have no electricity. You just ground it and put on little headphones and listen to AM stations. Uh, your CB radios of the 70s. Uh, what channel are you using? You need to get the crystal. Your cell phone has crystals in it. Okay, well, your pineal gland is full of crystals. Your pineal gland is your sixth sense. We've all gotten a phone call from somebody and said, I was just thinking about you. How weird. Well, that's your pineal gland trying to function. Sodium fluoride turns it to stone. Now, most now I like Egypt, and I'll tell you why I like Egypt. Everybody in the Bible went to Egypt. As you know, Abraham went there. The children of Israel lived there for a long time. Jesus went there when Herod was killing all the baby boys. Egypt is important. Then if you turn to Isaiah 19, verse 25, it says this, Whom the Lord of hosts declare, Blessed be my people, Egypt. 
But you never hear that in church. So that being said, 5,000 years ago, the Egyptians knew what the pineal gland was. And if you cut your brain in half right down the middle through your nose and look at the half of your brain, in the middle is the pineal gland next to the pituitary gland. And the pineal gland, the meat surrounding the pineal gland is shaped just like the eye of Ra, meaning the eye of Ra is a representation of the pineal gland, okay? So they knew about it then, and yet we think the pineal gland's bad because the uh, Hindu people have the red dot on their forehead. Nothing could be further from the truth. So all you, all you A students out there, all you have to do is Google sodium fluoride, pineal gland and go straight to images and you will see everything I talked about, including a excised pineal gland covered in stone. Okay, so that's your pineal gland sodium fluoride thing, which is just horrible. Okay. Now what Gates wants to do is he wants everybody to get this vaccination. The Pfizer vaccination has potassium chloride. Now not a lot, but it's in there. In lethal injections, there are three ingredients. One is medolazam, which is a date rape drug they gave me when I had my, uh, uh, when they shot my heart eight, seven times in one day, and it pretty much destroyed my uh, photographic memory. It's gone, and the and I couldn't, I didn't even know how to text Teresa when I got out of the hospital. I didn't know how to use my phone. The other ingredient in lethal injections that stops your heart is potassium chloride. So that's in the Pfizer vaccination. If you go online and look up Moderna admits COVID vaccine is an operating system. Now, what this is an mRNA, ribonucleic acid operating system. Your body, your meat suit that you're walking around in for 60 to 70 to 80, 90 years that nobody even knows how they operate because they don't take nursing or they don't study it. They, most people don't even know what a pineal gland is. They don't know what their stomach's for, which is just an acid fit. But uh, your body and your mind is a biological computer. There are trillions of things going on at the same time in your body that's all controlled by this, that's why the Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Each cell, and you have trillions of cells, breathes in and breathes out. It's known as cell respiration. So you're walking around in this amazing biological computer that has the ability to heal itself when you get a cut. It has the ability to detoxify when you're overdosed on anything, whether it's food, drinking, or just whatever. And it's an amazing, amazing thing. And most people don't know how it operates, but the Moderna vaccine is an operating system. It's like getting going from Windows 10 or Windows 7 to Windows 10. It's not good. I'm not taking this vaccine. One of the reasons I moved to Mexico is it's less money to live here, and I'm on Social Security. And the other reason is they're four years away from 5G, and I don't like 5G. Uh, 5G is a radiation form, and if you Google 5G as a weapon and go straight to images, you'll see that the, all frequencies can be weaponized, but 5G is a weapon, and it's not good. Okay, so that's your little health tips for the day. 
Get off the sodium fluoride. Turn your Colgate and Crest over and look at the back. Google it. Go straight to images. I've talked to dentists who say it's not good. It's not good at all. And they are getting rid of The EPA won't let you dump sodium fluoride anywhere. Uh, they bought off the American Dental Association in the early 50s with money, of course. I mean, look at the world. And convinced dentists that sodium fluoride is good for your teeth when, when it isn't. Calcium fluoride is. And they are filtering a toxic waste through the human body. So don't drink the tap water. Now, let me end this part by saying this. When I was on the table three, four years ago, when they shocked my heart seven times trying to make it beat normally because I have a, a congestive heart failure and atrial fibrillation, they put a camera in my veins, and I woke and I thought maybe I'm going to have to get a triple bypass because I eat cheeseburgers and and but you know I, I have God bless my food so <laughs> something happens with that. That's what prayer does. And uh, I have zero plaque. My cardiologist, who's a good cardiologist, comes in after I woke up with no scars, and he goes, "You don't have any plaque. You have the arteries of a three-year-old." And that is just amazing. So I had to look into this, and what I found was, by research, is chlorine in tap water causes arterial plaque. It's not the uh, it's not the cheeseburgers. It's not the cholesterol. Look, your liver makes cholesterol. Okay, so it is the here it is heart disease and chlorine. Evidence and principles of science clearly show that drinking chlorinated water, tap water, is the main cause of arterial plaques, which is the most serious cause of heart disease. Chlorine attaches to arteries and looks like a foreign substance. White blood cells attack the chlorine, but since it is stuck to arteries, the white blood cells stick to the arteries, then they do what they always do, which is remove excess calcium and fat from the blood. It accumulates in the form of plaques. This is caused by chlorine. Mustard gas in World War I was chlorine-based. Chemotherapy that has a 97% failure rate, 97% failure rate, the first chemos were based on mustard gas. You can look all this up. I beat cancer. Remember, I had that when I lived in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Your prayers and, the, and my ability to research and put the right stuff in my body cured me. So what we have here is the biggest hoax occurring on the planet where they weaponized the flu. If you uh, Mainstream media, which I do not trust at all, is telling us all that we didn't have any flu cases last year. Well, that's just ridiculous, okay? Now, here's another little factoid right here. I have a screenshot from the World Bank accounts page. They've since changed it when it went viral, when I sent this to a uh, YouTuber named Max Egan, who got kicked off of YouTube. It says this, COVID-19 tet now. Number one, they did not name coronavirus COVID-19 until February of 2020. And it says here, COVID-19 test kits, imports from Mexico in 2018. And it has a list of the countries that bought the test kits, how much they spent. So in 2018, Mexico was exporting COVID-19 test kits when it wasn't named 
COVID-19. The PCR is polymerase chain results. Nobel Peace Prize winner and inventor of the PCR says that it is not a test. Terry Mullis just happened to die August of 2019, right before the, the COVID hoax started. Okay? Mm. I never believed mm. in it. Having uh, congestive heart failure, if I get a flu, I can almost die. The last time I was down in Mexico, I've been here a year and a half, but when I was here four years ago, I got the flu, 103-degree fever, and I sailed straight back to Ventura and had to go into the hospital because I had the flu. So this is all your little health tips for the day. Get off the sodium fluoride. It takes one year. You know my guitar friend, Teresa, that I talk about? It took me two and a half years to get her off the fluoride. What fluoride does to people is it makes you apathetic, okay? I have a list right here of side effects. Let me me read a few. (laughs) Cancer. Dean Burke. Uh, July 21st, 1976, 34 years at the uh, American Cancer Institute, went to Congress and said this. In point of fact, fluoride causes more cancer death and causes it faster than any chemical. So here are the fluoride side effects from just brushing your teeth, let alone drinking, uh, drinking the tap water. Cancer, brain damage, and unborn fetus. Remember the word fetus means offspring. Bone weakness, dental fluorosis, that's brown, that's brown, uh, low estrogen and low testosterone, damage to stomach, joint problems, skeletal fluorosis, osteoarthritis, here it comes, lowers IQ, memory loss, lack of motivation, apathy, and passivity, inhibits melatonin production because it calcifies your pineal gland, impairs your immune system, attacks your pineal gland, kidney stones and kidney failure, interferes with white blood cell production, kills brain cells, makes you dumb, lowers your sex drive, infertility, it's a sedative, accelerates aging process, attacks your thyroid, your hypothalamus, shortens lifespan, promotes mental disturbances, receding gums, affects heart circulation, makes you docile and obesient, autism, DNA damage, and Alzheimer's disease. Okay? Any of you people drinking Coca-Cola out there, stop. Any of you people drinking Diet Coke, stop yesterday. Two of my best friends died from drinking Diet Coke aspartame. Aspartame patent tells us it's made from poop. It's made from E. coli bacteria. And you can look this up. Uh, Otto Warburg, 1931. Nobel Peace Prize winner. You can look him up. Otto Warburg discovered cancer, discovered the cure. He said, no disease, which is a lack of ease, no dis-ease can survive in an alkaline environment. Now, your body's pH, pH means potential hydrogen. Your body's pH should be 7.347. That is slightly alkaline. Anything below 7 is acidic. Anything above 7 is alkaline. Baking soda can cure cancer, and that's what I did. I took a spoonful of baking soda every morning for a year and a half before my body started functioning, and my prostate stress antigens, my PSA, went from 8.8 down to 2.07 from baking soda. And eating right, not drinking, not smoking, not doing any of that other crap, you know. You just don't want to do that. 
So anyway, that's that there. Now, I have a quick Bible quiz for you, Pastor Vincent. How many Sabbaths are there in one year? One. You know this is trick. Okay. (laughs) One. Go ahead. What do you get? Sabbath. (laughs) Now, you know the Saturday Sabbath. Okay. There's 50. Mm -hmm. I can't hear you on this phone for some reason. The Saturday Sabbath, there's 52 of them. But if you read Leviticus 23, you find out there's seven more Sabbaths during the year for a total of 59. And then we go to John 19, verse 31. And it says, the Jews besought Pilate they should break the legs of the prisoners for the Sabbath drew nigh, for that day was a high Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the first day of unleavened bread, Jesus was crucified on the 14th of Nisan. Okay. That's when you take uh, Exodus 12, Leviticus 23, you take the lamb without blemish, you slay the lamb, and you put the blood on the lintel and the doorpost, and then, they, and then God passes over Egypt and sees the blood, blah, 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 blah. So Jesus was crucified on the 14th of Nisan, which is the preparation day for the Sabbath. It was a high Sabbath. It wasn't a Friday. Because Matthew 12:40, Jesus said, I'm going to be in the grave three days and three nights. That's 72 hours. From Friday to Sunday morning is only two nights. So there's something wrong with that, but that's not really really a problem. That's just something everybody needs to read Leviticus 23 so they can understand the seven extra Sabbaths during the year, okay? And I want to end and let you continue your show because I want to talk about Lucifer for a second. We inherit a lot of lies, okay? The only Lucifer I know was Lucifer, a bishop, Catholic bishop, Lucifer Cogliari, with a C, Cogliari, who died in 362 A.D. He was an Arian. Now, in 3... No, he died in 372 A.D. In 382 A.D., St. Jerome translated the Hebrew Old Testament into Latin for the early Catholic Church. The Hebrew word, the letters are He, which is an H or an A, Yod, which is the first letter of God's name, which is an I, a double E, or a Y, and the, uh, the two letters for L, Lamed. So the word is Hillel, and that word was translated into Lucifer, and Lucifer is Latin for morning star, Venus. And you can go to Google Translate and type in Lucifer with a capital L in small letters, and it tells you it's Morningstar. And when you read Isaiah 14, it's not about a devil. Isaiah 14 is about a man. It says so. It says, excuse me, take up a lament against the king of Babylon. Now, you can metaphorize that that's the devil and all that, but it's not. During the reign in – now, they you have – it's a long story. Two parts in Isaiah. You have Deutero-Isaiah at the end and then the Isaiah-Isaiah in the front. But at the time, the king in Babylon at the end of the 70-year captivity was Cyrus, as you know. But the king before that was Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar. And it says, take up a lament against the king of Babylon. Then you read this, how you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the dawn. Modern Bibles say how you have fallen from heaven, O Daystar, son of the dawn. They are saying you have fallen like Venus from heaven because 
Venus, the morning star, disappears for quite a while, then it becomes the evening star again. So if you actually read Isaiah 14, and then it goes on to say, men shall narrowly look upon thee and say, is this the man who caused the earth to tremble? So just forget the devil's name is Lucifer, because it's not. Lucifer simply means morning star, and that's why modern Bibles say that. But we inherit a lot of lies, okay? And I just don't like that. I don't think that... Children of God should be lied to about anything. Okay, Yahweh and Jehovah. There's no W in Hebrew. There just isn't. Now, now the Yahudim own Google. The Yahudim own 96% of all media. Okay, Bill Gates is Yahudim. And there's nothing wrong with being Jewish, but there's Zionist Jews that Orthodox Jews hate. As an example, uh, Joe Biden, what a guy, huh? He's a Zionist. He says, I'm a Zionist. Uh, Zionism is not good. If you go online and type in real Jews hate Zionist Jews and go to images, you'll see Orthodox Jews holding up signs saying Israel is a Rothschild country, and they don't like Zionism at all. So we've got some bad things going on. So anyway, no W in Hebrew. The Jews never say the name of God. They write G-D, or they say Hashem, which is Hebrew for the name, but they don't want you to know the name, okay? Now, Hova, the letter J, remember when I met you, I was running around with that original 1611 Bible? Well, there is no letter J in the original 1611 Bible. Jesus is spelled I-E-S-V-S which is Jesus, which is the Greek for uh, Jesus. Uh, what we, we say Jesus now, his name is Yahshua HaNazari Vachmelechai Yahudim, Jesus, the Nazarite king of the Jews, okay? But Chova, if you go to Strong's Concordance, Hebrew number 1943, you have the remaining three letters of God's name, yod He vav He. forget the Yod, you have He vav He. you have Chova, and Hova means calamity ruin. So I don't think God's name is Yahweh or Jehovah. And like so many other people, I don't know what it is. The closest I have come, and it took me three years after learning Hebrew, was to say those four-letter spell Yahuwah. Now, there is no W in Spanish either. In Hebrew, you roll your R's like you roll them in Spanish. Uh, uh, you say good morning in Hebrew is Bokor Tov. And then you would answer with Boker Or, which means, Or is light, and it means, I've thought about what you said, and yes, it is a beautiful morning. That's Hebrew. It's like Greek. It's huge. And Americans have been dumbed down by fluoride to the point now that if you go to a newspaper in the late 1800s and read any newspaper article, you need a dictionary to understand what words they're using because... We have been dumbed down. That's why so many people believe this. What they're trying to do is kill us all. That mm. is the purpose of this. I have a video on my uh, Utah Gun Exchange tube, ugetube.com, that has uh, Bill Gates saying that their babies are dying, and he's happy about it. The guy is strange. The guy is very, very strange. So forget Lucifer. <clears throat> That's not his name. Lots of other names for the devil. Melstema, uh, uh, Baalzebub. Uh, remember, Lord. one of the names for Lord in Hebrew is Baal. Baalzebub means Lord of the Flies. 
And Adonai, according to my Archco volume, which is the archaeological writing and Talmud of the Jews, concerning the birth of Jesus, it says Adonai means full, fully free and freely full. So the blessing is Barukata Adonai Elohino Melaka Alam Hamosi Lachamim Haaretz. Blessed are you, Lord God, King and Creator of the universe, who brings us forth bread from the earth. So anyway, that's about all I have to say today. Get off the fluoride, check into it. Most people I have talked to because they're on fluoride never yeah. follow up and even turn their toothpaste tube over to read the back. That is what fluoride does, okay? All right. Yeah, Mark, hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, Mark, what we're going to do, I have a, a, a friend who's calling in from California that has a question. Let's see if you can hear her calling in. This is Sarah. From yes. Southern California. Good morning, Sarah. God bless yeah, you. Have a question you. for Mark? We have hey, a delay. Actually, uh, actually, no, it's not necessarily a question. It's more just kind of uh, adding on to the science behind the mRNA uh, technology in the vaccine. Please go ahead and share. What do you have? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been, you know, I have a lot of friends in the medical industry and uh, that are doctors, and um, I talked to one gal who is a molecular geneticist, so she has her PhD, you know, in genetics, and what she was sharing, um, like the science behind the mRNA vaccine is that it's not really a vaccine, because normally when we get vaccines, our body receives a small part of the virus, right? And then our body doesn't recognize it. So our our immune system ramps up and attacks it, right? So the thing with the mRNA vaccine is first our DNA um, is what makes up our cells and then determines, um, you know, if our cells become protein, which is what our body needs to form tissues, et cetera, right? So then the RNA um, is, is it's kind of like the messenger in between, right? So then, um, what was I going to say? So first of all, this type of science has never passed testing. So it's never gotten past animal testing. Um, Any time that they did test it on animals, the animals either died or they had severe adverse reactions. So it's field animal testing. So what they did is they skipped animal trials and they went straight into human trials. So um, essentially, if you are getting this vaccine, you are in an experiment because it's not been FDA approved. You're still in clinical trials. Um, So with mRNA vaccines, um, what happens is your body gets the mRNA, and what the mRNA does is it causes your cells or your body to produce the spike protein that is associated with COVID-19, right? And then the body obviously doesn't recognize the protein, and so it starts attacking itself. Um, So your body starts attacking itself um, and even its own proteins like that make up our cells, make up our tissues, and this creates an autoimmune response and ultimately creates autoimmune diseases. So a lot of people that are getting these vaccines, um, they're developing neurological issues, they're throwing uh, blood clots in their lungs and in their heart. 
Um, they're having rashes, um, you know, loss of blood flow to their legs and extremities. Um, so it's, it's definitely affecting our bodies, you know, our, the way our body functions. So um, the, I guess the concern long-term is that our body will eventually become unable to determine which proteins need to be destroyed, which is versus those that do not. Um, so the, the main concern is, you know, not only it killing people, but also creating long-term autoimmune diseases like Lou Gehrig's disease, um, you know, and, and other other diseases. I don't know if people have seen um, reactions that people are having. People are going into um, like severe convulsions to where they're unable to kind of control, like they're shaking. And um, I'm trying to think of the name, but my grandma had it. Um, like a Parkinson's? Yes, Parkinson's. Thank you. Yes. Just kind of like that trembling and that shaking like uncontrollably. That's one of the very common things that people are um, are suffering from. And not only that, but um, pregnant, I guess some doctors are recommending this to pregnant women. And as a result, um, it's caused several women to miscarry two to three days after having this vaccine. So there's one gal that was 18 weeks and two days later she delivered a stillborn and then another gal that was 24 weeks and then same thing within the, within the five day period, she also delivered a stillborn. And I guess this is because the MRNA um, is attacking the protein that makes up the um, like the membrane, like the amniotic membrane. Um, so it's basically, it's attacking that membrane and then it's causing these women to deliver early. Wow. So just, just something to think about. You know, I'm yeah. not necessarily anti-vax by any means, but this is a totally different science that's never been approved, um, and we don't know the long-term effects. So that would just be my caution to people is definitely, like, seek God about it. Um, but I, I definitely don't think God would approve of anything that alters our DNA and our body's response, like our body's ability to respond to the way he made it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it certainly does. And what's interesting is everything Mark was just sharing about the dumbing down uh, through the years, through the decades and through, you know, the generations, particularly within our generation, how people have become so docile and mm -hmm. uh, collectively are so willing to just adhere to and move in that direction. And I also believe that there is going to become a major push from world leaders uh, to enforce these vaccinations at some point. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the idea that's floating around out there. And right. um, the, the, the point is, what do God's people do? I mean, what is right. the answer? And that's where we okay, need to so go is getting some answers. Two things that I wanted to add to that. So I, I don't, I'm sure people talk a lot about it, but kind of adding on to Mark's thought, um, there is a TED Talk from um, Bill Gates from February 2010 and where he talks about decreasing the CO2 emission 
getting it close to zero, right? So the formula that he uses is people times services per person times energy times uh, CO2 out. And so he said with new vaccinations, like if we're successful with new vaccinations, healthcare and reproductive healthcare, i.e. abortions, um, we can reduce the CO2 and the population by 10 to 15%. So then that makes you wonder, okay, he's behind all of these vaccines. Like what is his end goal with them, right? And then I don't know if you heard, but I think it was Sunday or Monday of this week, Israel is now implementing like the COVID pass and in order to be able to go to restaurants, go shopping, go to the malls, go to gyms, you have to have this green pass. And if you don't, you're restricted to only being able to go to the grocery store and the pharmacy. So, I mean, it's definitely coming down the pike. Um, I think that it's a precursor to what we talk about and it's conditioning people just like the mask did. So I think that we really need to be discerning and seeking God about what to do and getting ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually prepared for what's to come. Because I feel like people, you know, it's kind of like a slippery slope. Like, oh, well, you know, I need it for my job. So, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and do it versus recognizing that it's not a good thing at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, as we've seen, it doesn't give us our freedoms. You still have to wear a mask. You still have to socially distance. You're still restricted on the number of people that you can have at places. Like, you're not any more free than you were before you took the vaccine. It's a false sense of security. Amen. Well said. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that information. That's amazing. Uh, I've got just another call coming in. I want to see what uh, their thought is here. Then we'll get back to Mark if he's uh, still on the line with us. Let me go quickly to area code 479-787. You're on the air. Do you have a question or comment? Area code 787 You're or 479. You're on the air. All right. So we're not going to get that call. So, uh, four seven nine seven eight seven. Let's go back to Mark. See if he's still with us. Mark, you just heard what Sarah was saying. How do you respond to that? Well, she's she's absolutely correct. Uh, DNA is deoxyribonucleic acid. The ancients knew about it. That is the caduceus of Hermes, where you see the wing on the pole with the two intertwined serpents. That's DNA. That's a double helix. Uh, if I were to type your personal code out. Pastor Vincent, and everybody has a different code. I don't care how long Earth has been here. We've all got a different code that they use four Latin letters. And if I were to type your personal code out and hit print and then stack the 8 by 11 pieces of paper on top of each other, that stack of paper for your DNA code would be 124 feet higher than the Washington Monument. The Washington Monument is 555 feet high. Now, funny, but 555 feet is 6660 inches. <laughs> uh, Gandhi basically destroyed the arm of the British government. Had they, they had enslaved India, and it was India that grew the opium. 
It was then shipped to Hong Kong, where Great Britain, you heard the word double-crossed, British flag. Uh, Great Britain enslaved the Chinese by addicting two-thirds of the Chinese to opium, which is why you think of Chinamen and opium dens, until the Opium Wars of 1850. But what Gandhi did to get rid of the British was he just didn't comply. Uh, They said, do this, do that. He said, no, we're not going to do it. This is what we need to do. The trouble is 85 to 90 percent of Americans are stupefied by fluoride and don't even know it. Now, here's what Gandhi said about vaccines. Vaccination is a barbarous practice and one of the most fatal of all delusions current in our time. Conscientious objectors to vaccinations should stand alone, if need be, against the whole world in defense of their conviction. We have to just say no, and they're going to make it miserable. They're going to say you can't go to the movies, you can't come in the store, you can't do this and you can't do that. And they are using Bible prophecy against weak-minded Christians, I'm sorry to say, who just don't know the book that well, and making you think that all, like like the, the Luciferese. Well, Lucifer means Venus. It doesn't mean the devil. And then the patent number is 60606. Uh, the CDC is private, is a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit, yet they own vaccine patents. Now, where did this all start? You said it at the beginning of the show. You said Rockefeller. Rockefeller made money from oil. And what they did was he created the pharmaceuticals and 90% of every pill that they want you to take is based on petroleum. Okay. Hmm. Another thing that has ruined America, and I need to let you know this, most people I talk to now don't even know what plastic is made from. Plastic is petroleum based. Okay. You see camping bottles, BPA free. Healthy, BPA-free. BPA is biosphenol A. It's a xenoestrogen. So if you have your water bottle, your pop bottle, or any kind of plastic bottle, and you leave it in the sun, the UV ultraviolet radiation hits that plastic bottle, and it releases estrogen into the water, and it's wussifying men. It's causing young girls to uh, go into puberty at eight and nine years old, When I went to junior high school, and I went to school with Kevin Costner, that's how old I am, we had one girl with bosoms. But now you see these young girls are growing up way too fast, and everything on the Internet's not helping, and it's from BPA. You see these fat little chubby boys running all over America. It's from the BPA. And when I ask people what is plastic made out of, I haven't had one person at all tell me it's made from petroleum. So get off the fluoride. Don't put plastic bottles in the sun at all. And you, you go to the uh, supermarkets in America, you see plastic water bottles outside in the sun on pallets. They know what they're doing. The people that run this planet make me look like a moron, and my IQ is closer to 200 than it is 100, and I'm not kidding, okay? Uh, it's, it's horrible what they're doing. I haven't watched the television since 2011. I I refuse to watch it because they're programming you. In 1973, Frank Zappa, I'll just recite a little bit of this. He said, I am vile and pernicious. Wait, let me sit. I am gross and perverted. I'm obsessed and deranged. 
I have existed for years, but very little has changed. I'm the tool of the government and industry, too, for I am destined to rule and regulate you. I may be vile and pernicious, but you can't look away. I make you think I'm delicious with the stuff that I say. I'm the best you can get. Have you guessed me yet? I'm the slime oozing out of your TV set. That's what Frank Zappa said. The man was a genius, and he got prostate cancer and died within a year. And, but he was also doing a, uh, I can't think of the word, he was doing a study to see if he could actually run for president. He appeared before Congress many, many, many times, and Frank Zappa was a genius. But in 1973, he wrote the song, I Am the Slime, and you all need to Google that and read the lyrics and then turn your television off. If you want to watch a TV show, watch it online, you know, if you have to. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy world, and most people don't have a clue what's going on, you know. It's, it's I have sad. a question for you. Yeah, I got a question for you. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so if people are not to drink the tap water, how effective is it when you <clears throat> have tap water running through your system into your refrigerator, but it's filtered? Um, how are people to get their water if they're not to drink the tap water and you have to be careful of bottled water? What would you say? Okay, when I moved to Colorado because I had cancer and had inherited a little bit of money, and I figured I'd just die there, okay? But w- after I started learning about alkalizing the body, I bought a Berkey, B-E-R-K-E-Y, water filter. And the Berkey water filter is a stainless steel drip filter that has the charcoal filters in it like your refrigerator, but the only way to get rid of sodium fluoride out of tap water is either reverse osmosis, when then you just have pure water, and which isn't all that good either, or you pay the $35 extra for the fluoride filters. And so I have a Berkey water filter. When I first bought this boat down in Mexico, I drank it in Mexico without any problem. So Berkey water filter, B-E-R-K-E-Y. Amen. And yeah, with the fluoride filters, or reverse osmosis. But water has memory. In other words, water, you need minerals in the water to regulate your heartbeat. I found that out the hard way. And so if you use reverse osmosis, you can actually go to Amazon or someplace and buy the electrolytes to put back in the water. Very important. So that's what you do. You filter the water with RO, reverse osmosis, or get a Berkey water filter, which I'm looking at right now in my sailboat. Awesome. All right. Well, that is a great answer. And Mark, as usual, um, you have brought into this conversation information. Now people have to assimilate, they have to work through it. And, um, you know, from a biblical perspective, you know, something very interesting, I think you'll enjoy this. I can't get it out of my head. Um, We're moving supposedly into what they call in the Hebrew calendar 5781. If you look at it from a Purely Exodus no, no, chapter. No, I, I know, I know the calendar. So 5781 comes out to the the meaning of that number in the Hebrew is pack your bags, pressure, affliction. That's going to happen on March 14th. Is the year 5781? If you just go back to Exodus chapter 12 and you allow each year to begin in the springtime, and I think it's interesting with all this conversation 
of what's coming down the pike, what's swirling around us. I was just in Tampa, Florida. When I came back to Arkansas for the last three days, I have been exhausted. And I realized as I was doing a little research, Tampa, Florida is filled with 5G towers. And I'm really beginning to consider, yeah, I'm, I'm beginning to consider that some of my energy was zapped um, because of the 5G towers. Is that a possibility in, in your thinking? Oh, absolutely. And I'll tell you another thing. There never was in the history of doctors recording symptoms a flu of any type until electricity. There's a, there's a book called The Electric Rainbow. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Yeah, I've and heard of it. It is a history of le- electricity and sickness. Here it is right here, just up, The, electric, the Invisible Rainbow. And uh, 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 here it is. I'll just read a couple things. A history of electricity in life, radiation sickness, explains all past and present flu outbreaks, including Wuhan virus and radiation sickness on the cruise ships. All the cruise ships that had the people in trouble had the new 5G. They basically had a transmitter of this radiation. Look at the word, radioactive radiation in every room of the cruise ship. Uh, This book documents the high probability that radiation sickness is the cause by all forms of electricity, including 5G, microwaves, and other forms of emission. Uh, Do not be lazy and use a microwave on your food, and I'll tell you why. If you microwave water and let that water cool down and go water a house plant, that plant is dead in one week. Why? It's not water anymore. If you put your food in a microwave, sure, it heats it up real quick. They don't call it nukes for nothing. But the food has zero nutrients, zero, okay? You need to, people need to learn how their meat suits work. And your pineal gland, you remember Jacob named the place Penuel, for I've seen the face of God. Hmm. Well, that's pineal. That's the pineal gland. Uh, I'll tell you another wonderful thing about the Bible. I'm going all over the place, but you know me. In Exodus, God has Moses set the children of Israel in uh, three tribes here, three tribes that are like a cross, okay? And then the tribe facing the east towards the rising sun is the tribe of Yehuda, the tribe of Judah, okay? There's, there was 12 tribes, and there's only one that we know of now, some Levites in the tribe of Judah, the Jews. But it says, in the numbering of the children of Judah were 186,400 feet of light. Did you ever look at that? That's good, man. That's good. As Isn't always. Isn't that amazing? They, I mean, they it is amazing. stuff back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we have been dumbed down, okay? So uh, all, everybody listening, you need to read the back of your toothpaste tube and then Google it. Don't read anything that pops up first. Before COVID hoax started, we didn't have all these fact checkers. We had Snopes. Snopes is a young Jewish couple, now divorced, that had a laptop and a, and a computer. That was Snopes, but they're funded by George Soros. Since this yeah. COVID crap started, everything you look up has a fact checker saying no. 
okay? I have navigated. I bought my first computer in 1984 in Apple IIc, and I've been good on computers. And prior, when I studied the Bible three to six to 12 hours a day for seven years straight, the first six years were without a computer. It was with books. And I Amen. had Bibles. I had 50 different Bibles. Yeah, Mark, anyway, hold on one second. Kind of I've got out. a friend. I've got a friend calling in. Hold on one second. I want to take this call uh, coming from area code 479238. Uh, good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. you have a question or comment? Yeah, Pastor and uh, Mark, uh, it's a good conversation. When he was talking about the bottled water uh, and, and the petroleum and the maturity level of the young girls, uh, I, I want him to verify this, but stuff that I had read also, and some of those same studies showed that, that basically in young boys, uh, uh, for, for, uh, to be politically correct on my language, uh, you're emasculating them, basically. And uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that, on those studies? Hold on, Mark, before you go, let me bring you back in here. He's absolutely correct. I mean, we got, we got enough guns in the United States to take back our country today but nobody's doing it this has been planned out for a long long time john f kennedy jr and uh, yeah, men have been wikified period they're not going to admit it they don't even know plastics made out of petroleum they don't know there's poison in their toothpaste making them stupid but this is what this is what i have tried to do for 15 years to get people off sodium fluoride it took me two and a half years to get Teresa, my best friend of fluoride okay they are drawing us. So America has, and they're coming after the guns next. And we have the Second Amendment to protect us from a government. The First Amendment is not freedom of speech. Here's the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of any religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, nor prohibiting the freedom of speech, the freedom of press, or the freedom of peaceful assembly, or the right of the people to redress the government when the government's going belly up like they are right now. But they've got us all drugged. They have us all on Prozac, okay, Paxil and Zoloft, and the best way to poison somebody is slowly over time and have the victim administer the poison with a daily Ritual. We all brush our teeth and drink water. Your body is, what, 60, 70, 80, it's probably more like 80% water, okay? Water is life. And just like what you were talking about yesterday, the whole world is covered in fuel because it's hydrogen and oxygen. Hydrogen is an explosive gas, remember the Hindenburg, and oxygen supports combustion. So all God has to do, Second uh, Peter chapter 3 is uh, the first thing I ever memorized. For this they willingly are ignorant that the earth standing out of the water and in the water was overflowed by water and they all perished. But the earth which is now is stored up. That means they've got lots of canned goods. They have lots of fuel. They've stored up for fire in which the heavens, and heaven simply means the sky in Hebrew. Look that up on Strong's. He, uh, the heavens and the earth shall burn with a fervent heat. Seeing how these elements... They have that word element shall be dissolved. Okay, you know Second Peter chapter 3. The earth is covered in fuel. It's called water. Okay. Phosphorus is Greek for the word Lucifer. And phosphorus is Willie Peter or white phosphorus, which is a horrible, horrible, it's in flares, a flare gun. And uh, phosphorus burns at over 6,000 degrees. And if you try and put water, use water to put out a phosphorus fire, it sets the garden hose on fire. 
There it is. Yeah, that's there it is. All right, Mark. (laughs) It will preach. All right. Listen, I've got to go. It's now 1027. I want to thank you, my dear friend, my brother, for calling in all the way from Mexico, spending time to educate the kids, all of God's kids, on these issues again. And some of us have been doing a very decent job because there are people that really do care. Uh, But the dumbing down has been so ritualistic, as you said, that a lot of people have just come to not even care about themselves anymore and are being turned over to. Yeah, you got it. So, Mark, thanks again for calling in today. I'm going to close with a few closing comments and I want to just tell you how much I appreciate you. And I'm so glad that when you were struggling and you were dying, that God kept you alive to share the things that you are now sharing with the body of Christ to wake people up. And I just thank God that you were here with us today. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. You're more than welcome. And goodbye, everybody. And be safe. Be smart. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. I'm going to call. I'm going to to call him Marcos from Mexico. Marcos from Mexico. Let me leave you with these words today. Something that is pretty obvious. But um, get ready, folks. The social disorder, everything going into upheaval, everything that appears to be nice and calm is not a reality. Beneath our feet are the shaking columns that upheld our society here in America. The shout is coming. The prophetic utterance is releasing. And what it's going to do is not stabilize, but destabilize. Get ready for an incredible destabilization of American society. Everything, and you heard in that video, that the economy is now threatened. If you don't make everything safe, if you don't put on your mask, if you don't get tested, if you don't do and cooperate, then the American economy is going to be shaken. Did you hear that? I haven't heard anybody talk about it, but that was in the video. Go back and listen to it again. The social order is going to become destabilized to the degree that it will not survive the shaking. In other words, it is going to collapse. And you have to ask yourself, Have you or I been so dumbed down that we don't care, or have we prepared? You know what I thought about near the end of our conversation with Brother Mark and those that called in and spoke? I just want to go into my backyard, and I want to eat some vegetables or some fruit that have been grown in the good soil of cared-for soil. I want to go to a well, and I want to drink my own water. I want to be away from the insanity. This is what God told Noah to do. Prepare for the days of Noah will be repeated again in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ. You want to find a place where you can find water and food to eat and to drink, to be content therewith and to have some clothing and to be okay, to come out of her, my people. I believe that the year 5781, the Hebrew meaning of that number, pack your bags. What does that mean? That means that you have to know by the Holy Spirit exactly where you're supposed to be. You need to find your ark. You need to find your city of refuge. You need to find your Goshen. You need to understand that not all your kids, like in the days of Lot, when it was time to go out of Sodom and Gomorrah, his 
son-in-laws mocked him and laughed at him, and yet they went out, okay? You have to understand what time it is. The things that we're talking about, either they are fantasy and drama just to have a good storytelling time, or they are real. And the people that I'm listening to and the people that I saw writing in the chat room seem to believe that this is a reality. And if it is a reality, we've said now for over a month since the election time that there would be a further acceleration of two intentions, the intention of God and the intention of the enemy. In the realm of the intention of God, I believe, we ministered it last night in Bible study, I believe that God is opening up the heavens and miracles, signs, and wonders from the glory of God are going to begin to manifest in the homes of the elect of God, the righteous of God. I truly believe that miracles, blessings, wonderful, beautiful, glorious things are coming into the homes of the righteous, into the lives of every individual of the righteous. Tomorrow night, when the sun sets, it's Purim. Tomorrow night is the time when the Jews around the world will be celebrating the reversal, the gallows that were built to hang Mordecai. Haman will hang himself and his 10 sons. I believe we should be cooperating and celebrating a feast of gladness and joy because God wanted it to be celebrated throughout the history of the world to remember that when the enemy means harm, God will turn it to good. He will reverse the curse for those who are not dumbed down and dead, spiritually speaking, but are alive, obeying God, doing what is right. I believe that we're on the right side of this day, for it is a day of the Lord. It is a day of glorious light and a day of gross darkness and acceleration and both are taking place. You and I must not be in the middle Lukewarm, compromise, we must be either fiery hot or ice cold. We have chosen to be fiery hot. We, are, we have chosen to go all the way. Now we have to obey the instructions, wait for the Holy Spirit to confirm everything to us. Are we moving into a season of 5781, which that Hebrew number means pressure, affliction, anguish, pack your bags? Is God saying something to us? Is the world around us really becoming a 5G baking of the human corpse of mankind, a dumbing down of the brain? Have we been manipulated? Have we been by our food, the Monsanto, everything people talked about? Have we become useful idiots to a global elite, a one world government, a satanic, a very devilish satanic agenda? Where we go all the way back to Nimrod, we see that the tower is being built once again. The United Nations, a forming and a gathering together of we the people, one nation under ourselves. And so, folks, we are in for the time of our lives. The fight is here. Gun control, speech control, it's all coming at accelerated rates of speed. And suddenly, you will not be able to do what you have so freely been able to do because our society is changing. Socialism, communism, every kind of ism is coming at the expense of our Christian faith. And now it will result, it'll come down to where you stand, where I stand. The church, the ecclesia is called to stand in the gap. Unfortunately, because of what you just heard today, very few are even willing to stand up and stand in the gap tell the truth in love, talk about what is really 
happening in our world. It has a biblical backing to it. We are looking through a biblical lens. We're not just being paranoid and schizophrenic about things. The Bible has declared the days that we are living in. The pandemics, the pandemics, all of the pestilence and plague and famine is real. All of the earth-shaking events are real. Now, what follows the beginning of sorrows is the reality of a one-world government bringing persecution against everything that is called God and Jesus Christ. And if you are a follower of Christ, you must, and I must, take up our cross and serve him because our lives may come to the point of life or death in the choices that we make. We need to be careful about this moment. We need to understand it. We need to be really understanding the truth because there are so many lies. There is so much deception. And the only source of truth that I understand is the Bible and the Holy Spirit of truth. And the Spirit and the Word are one. They must speak to us about these things and these times that we are living in. And what we, as a collective body of believers, should ask the Lord for. Lord, take away the calcification of my pineal gland. Heal my body. Help me to eat what is right. Mark began the journey years ago. He was going to die, but he began to do what was right, and it took a year and a half for him to get back to normal again. And I'm telling you, this man and another friend, I'm going to be bringing back on this airwave again, one Benjamin Baruch. The three of us used to speak on the airwaves before the 2008 collapse. Those men were prophesying, declaring what was coming. Mark was being as outrageously wonderful as he was on this broadcast today. And it's just an intense time. We need people that are not dumbed down, that are awake, that can actually tell us exactly the things that we need to hear and then get the biblical reality to back it up. That is always so important because it's the truth. We need to know the truth. And so I hope today that our conversation, but let me say it again one more time. Get ready for the earth beneath your feet, the social order, the structure, the system of things as you've always known it, where you have walked securely. It is going to shake to the degree that the instability, the times that Jesus talked about when he said there'll be wars and commotions, the word commotions literally is referring to times of instability. In Stable, instable times, unstable times. It is not going to be the comfortable journey that you've known in America. It is going to become a very unstable society, a breaking down of society. People's tempers are going to flare. It's all designed. It's all prepared for. There's a mechanism in place ready to deal with the people that are going to resist. It's all here. The question is, what is God telling you to do about it? To freak out and become afraid or to prepare? Come out of her, my people. And you say, where should I go? There's only one place to go. Number one place is to flee into Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Really? Because he's alive. I don't care what people say. He's alive and he has wisdom. Jesus Christ is our wisdom. Once we are hid in Christ, Holy Spirit will direct us to the right place at the right time with the right people who are doing the right thing right now. That moment of right now is nearer than when we first began to say it. 
This is the truth. This is what we believe. This is what God is saying. You could hang out like many of the Jews did while they were yelling, get ready, get out of Germany, get out of Germany. Something's wrong. And some people left. Others waited and wound up fleeing with nothing. And there were those that got caught in the trap. They refused to listen. Is the refusal to listen because of the dumbing down of the masses that's been underway through capitulation, compromise, and a prosperity gospel that taught the church nothing bad will ever happen? There'll be a preacher of rapture. Don't worry about it. What's the problem, folks? What is the problem? I hope that you are now praying, and yet I'm a firm believer in all the sobriety and seriousness of this moment that Christ has still come to give you an abundant life, to have peace in your heart, to rejoice, to be glad, to celebrate the appointed feast of the Lord, because these feasts, many of them, were before man ever existed on this earth. The fourth day of creation tells us God put the sun, moon, and stars for appointed times, for feast days, for gatherings. you got to read it for yourself and know that this was in God's calendar and his foreknowledge. Then, like Purim, it's a feast that was given to the Jews to remember throughout their generations. We have been grafted in. The Jew and the Gentile has become one new man in the earth. Therefore, we need to cooperate and value these great feasts that the Lord ordained, and not men through tradition, but the Lord ordained, and we need to celebrate them and receive from them the spiritual benefit, the value of what it means of your adversaries, that the gallows that they built for you, that they will hang on them themselves. The decrees that they have written against you, those decrees will come right back on them. Read the story in the book of Esther. This is what we'll be celebrating beginning tomorrow night at the setting of the sun into Friday and Saturday, trusting the Lord that he told us to celebrate these things for a reason. Folks, what an amazing time to be alive. And what do we need to do? Isolate and be alone? Heck no. Now is the time to not forsake the gathering of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but much more as you see the day approaching. Gather together. Communicate. Stop being afraid. Don't worry about infiltration of the enemy. Everybody already knows you need to be gathered together with the right people right now who are thinking the same way that you are. We received a phone call a few days ago of a woman we've never met before, and in five minutes we saw that we are all exactly on the same page. Because God's people, God is gathering together his elect. God is calling his people. He's divinely networking. He is the one behind it. He's guiding and directing people who are seeking guidance and direction to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people right now. That's got to be you. What we have sought to do in this radio broadcast is steer away from sensationalism, drama, but we have brought the full weight. We have attempted to share with you the truth of God. And not only have we talked about it, but we've encouraged you to do something, get some substance behind these messages, do something to prepare physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, solically, get prepared to walk through the days that we're in because God promised these days would have a limited period of time. And all we would do is prepare to walk through to endure unto the end of this moment of this satanic insanity that's going on in this world. America is being visited with judgment.
because of a decade of blasphemy against God Almighty. Don't you think for a moment the devil is doing anything? No, it's the righteous judgment of God upon a nation that slaughtered over 90 million babies' blood and began to manipulate that blood and utilize those parts and had men marrying men and women marrying women and pedophiles in control of things everywhere, wicked, evil, demonic, and the people said nothing. And so we are in judgment now, and the people are languishing. They're lingering. They don't know what to do. They're like the children of Israel on Mount Carmel. They don't know if it's left or right. They don't have a clue. God's got to send a prophetic, prophetic voice into this generation into this nation and wake people up to the reality of what is happening. And Mark was one of those people to do it. There's many of you out there that have a voice. You are the only speaking spirits on this planet. So speak and speak the truth in love. Go to the housetops and speak because the time is coming. You will not be able to say another word. Seek to win souls to favor Bring them to a loving Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Bring them to Jesus Christ. Let them know. Penetrate their conscience. They are sinners. You don't have to convince them too much. They are sinners. They know it subconsciously and consciously. So reveal that and then bring them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ who died for them, forgives them, willingly loves them, and wants to extend mercy to them and give them eternal life. This is God's heart. And this is what we need to be doing in the times that we're living in. This is where we need to be, folks. We are here. Do you think we're here on accident? Esther was brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Uncle Mordecai knew that. You need to know that you're here right now on purpose. Folks, if you go to sleep, if you shut your eyes, close your mouth, if you just go with the flow, you will be led away with the damned, the led away with the error of the wicked, God gave you a voice. We must have one voice in the ecclesia of Almighty God throughout this earth and in this nation and in our communities. The voice of God's people need to tell the truth about the legalization of marijuana, the legalization of all this junk that came into our society that infiltrated, inundated, overwhelmed the senses of man, and as Mark said, dumbed him down by the things that were promoted. We once had the laws of God within our nation. Holy laws of God that protected our society have been pulled down and evil laws have been promoted and we see the destruction everywhere. Don't you think for a minute the devil is behind it. It's God's righteous judgment for the church and people in our nation that said and did nothing in response to the evil that was promoted when we should have. That's it. That's the truth. That's the word of God. God doesn't change. We have sinned grievously against the Lord. Those of you who have repented in confession and you've turned away and you're walking in another direction, <clears throat> it's time to run now with Godspeed. You need to finish your preparations. You need to run with Godspeed because it will come in a day. It will come in a moment. The earth that you've been walking on that's been nice and secure will become unstable overnight. World powers, intelligences, intellects of satanic origin are manipulating the minds of the masses. There's no doubt about it. And those who are following the lead of the satanic thought will be engrossed within it 
and they will spew out their narrative and they will do things like Adolf Hitler did, like so many other evil people throughout time have done to human beings created in the image and likeness of God. They have already dehumanized, as my friend Daniel Seckham said so many times, they have already dehumanized the human race in Africa, in India. It's coming to America. It's coming to Asia. It's coming to South America. It's going into Europe. Dehumanization. And they're looking at people that just began as liquid seed that spawned into a being, but they're sick and they're not really worthy. They're in their poor. They need to be eradicated from society. These are sick, demented, twisted people who've had a population control agenda for a very long time. You heard about Bill Gates. You heard about his father. You heard about his mother. You know who they are. The vaccine is being pushed. Question is, what are you going to do? Your family members are taking it. They've already got their second shots. What are you going to do? Where do you stand? This is the information. You be the judge. Do you have the ability to judge what you're hearing in the news media, on podcasts, on these programs? Are you judging with judicial integrity? Something that's been lost terribly in our society, in the church, is the integrity of people. They don't even keep their words anymore. They don't operate as Christians anymore. They're not living their lives in a behavior that's representative of Jesus Christ. Not even trying to anymore. Foolishness. Foolery. I don't want to be taken under by this evil, especially when there's a way out, Noah. Especially when there's a way out, Lot. Especially when there's a way out, there's, there's a way. But you have to be willing, like a little child, to believe what Jesus Christ is saying. You're looking right now. All the events that must come to pass before the greatest persecution and tribulation hits this earth already are here. If you can't see what's going on in this world right now, as a sign of the time recorded and spoken by Jesus Christ, you will never see through the haze and through the veil of deception that has come upon the minds of the masses globally all over the world. But I'm going to tell you that the lowest form of creation that people think a little black boy or black girl in Uganda or in India that they think is non-significant, I'm going to tell you that human being was born with a soul. And that soul is precious to God Almighty. It is not being black. It is not being white. It is not being brown or red or yellow that matters at all. Human beings are created with a soul. And that soul is priceless. The only thing that can purchase that soul is the blood of the lamb. And God said that soul is so valuable because we don't understand what a soul is really. If we understood the value of a soul, we would understand why God sent his son into this world to purchase souls from eternal death because they're precious and valuable to God in a meaning that scientifically cannot even begin to understand or explain what the soul is. And we think these people in foreign countries that are weak and impoverished and dying every day through malnutrition because we choose to do that to them. Oh, yeah, the global order of things is a nightmare. Go on back beyond uh, the, the Rockefellers. Just go into the times of Cecil B. Rhodes. Get behind the scenes. Study, 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 and see 
that's going on in this world, but you belong to a different order of things. You are not supposed to be under the order of the global elite of this world. They are monsters. You belong to a new order of things. It is the order of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You belong to the order of heaven. You are a citizen of heaven. You do not have to be afraid. You do not have to capitulate. You do not have to be afraid of death. You do not have to be afraid of going to jail or prison for speaking the truth. For every time a true minister of God goes to prison for the truth, they will write a book. They will have a message. They will meet somebody that needed to hear what they had to hear. Do not try to save your life. Let it go. You do not need to be afraid. Just do what is right. Grow your gardens. Dig your wells. Get your own place. Get out of the way. This is what God has always said. Get out of the way. Come out of her. I'll take care of you in the mountains. I'll take care of you in the wilderness. I'll take care of you in the ark. I'll take care of you when you go into your chamber and shut the door. I will take care of you. You must believe that as we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things will be added unto you. I do not care where I live. I do not care about any of that. What I care about is being kingdom-minded, operating in the Holy Spirit, living in the Holy Spirit, walking in the Holy Spirit, thinking out of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit. Because if I'm walking in the Spirit, my life is going to be laid out in a plan and a purpose that God had intended for me from the beginning of time, and so for you as well. Not much time left until the false stability that has been presented. Everybody has been lied to, a false security of the unbeliever. There's a stability that is a pseudo-stability. It is not real. The stable environment that you think is here, where did Antifa go? Where did BLM go? Where did the Proud Boys go? Where did the uh, three percenters go? Where did the Oath Keepers go? Where did everybody go? What do you think's going on? It is a pseudo security right now. It is a pseudo stability. Jesus said in these times that we're witnessing right now, it will become an unstable environment. Violence is going to break out in this nation and around the world. And war is coming to the nations of the earth. And the globalists, if even if they tried to stop it, they will not be able to stop What's coming because it's been prophesied by one greater than themselves, God Almighty. The rightful heir of the nations of the earth is Jesus Christ, and he will come again into this earth, and he will have his dominion, and he will rule the nations with a rod of iron. And he's allowing everything that's been written and spoken to come to pass, and he's going to allow things to be for a period of time, but then it's over. Then the beast nations will gnaw their tongues in pain for the judgment that will come upon the nations of the earth, for their rebellion and blasphemy against God Almighty. I'm telling you, if you're born again and you love the Lord, you are on the right side 
even if the evil monsters of today's society do their horrible wickedness and evil deception, you're still on the right side of the day. You may suffer for a season. You may have to go through some trouble for a moment, but you will awaken into the everlasting arms of the glory of God Almighty. You are not here to serve your husband or your wife or your children or your parents. You've been put on this earth to serve the Lord God Almighty first and then take care of all the other business. God bless you, saints. Wake up. We have never pretended about what we have said is coming on this earth and in this country. And when we started this ministry, when God started this, we have gotten into things deeper than anybody used to raise their eyebrows and say, come on, it's here. And it's about to accelerate more than you've ever dreamed. And I don't want you to be caught off guard. God does not want you to be caught off guard because he says that the nations will be caught off guard. They will get caught in a trap and they will not escape. I do not want you to get caught I don't want to get caught. God doesn't want us to get caught off guard with fairy tales and fables and false doctrines and doctrines of demons telling us a day of trouble will never come. No, the true doctrine is always God foretelling his people what is coming so that they could prepare and they could get ready and they can come out. That's the Bible. I choose to believe God's wisdom over the wisdom of this sin-sick world and these monsters that have no value for human life. And I pray God Almighty, when he comes to judge that system, that I'm one of those in the book of Revelation that will say, go get them, God, go get them. You have every right to judge them the way that you are judging them, for they shed the blood of innocent people, and now their blood will be poured out. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, the righteous judgment of God, every saint should rejoice in it. Because that's what the Bible says the righteous will do. Right now, folks, we've got to prepare. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. If you would like to support this ministry on the air, you're welcome to do so. Go to our website at nwmglobal.org. If you don't want to, it's okay. We're going to do this until God says stop. And until he says stop, we will be here regardless. And I pray today that you've been somehow encouraged to wake up. And for those of you that have prepared for years, isn't it nice? Not have to worry, stress out, struggle. But those of you who have been waiting and lingering like Lot, your day is coming. You're going to have to flee. You're going to have to do something. And I'm just telling you now, I don't know how much time we have. But acceleration is coming, and you need to do something right now. You need to really get before the Lord. You need to shut your door, shut off radio, television. You need to go before God in your prayer closet, and you need to get real with God right now. You need to ask him questions. Ask him if what you're hearing is true. You need wisdom and direction. You need to know what to do. People you've been waiting for to give you instruction haven't done it. You need wisdom. You go to God. He'll tell you what to do. He'll tell you if this is real. But don't be seduced by news media, television, soothsayers, demonically indoctrinated narratives. I mean, just don't do it. 
Okay, that's it. Shalom. God bless. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing, right here on The Watchman. Omega Radio is up right now if you want to go to omegaradio.org. It is a a 24-hour-a-day, seven days a week. We are broadcasting, for the most part, 24-7, omegaradio.org. There's a roundtable discussion right now with some of the most brilliant minds on the planet. You probably don't want to miss that conversation. My beloved wife, Patricia Joy Xavier, opens up with her book, Deliverance, the Christian Bill of Rights. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. And God bless you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.